Continual Growth Podcast, where every week we bring you tips and tricks on how to kill every day and own your fucking life. I'm Bawanka, I'm your host, it's episode 65, and you know we about to bring that hot fire. So today, I'm joined by a very special guest. You guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen him, Mike Yebio, a.k.a. Mikey, a.k.a. Yebio, he doesn't have that many AKAs, but he's my boy from time. Mikey. What's going on, man? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show. So, today, it's a really, really good episode. I'm happy you're going you're gonna to be on because I've watched you transform your life. Like, I've known you, we go back for like a long time. At least since back when, like, we lived in the same neighborhood, like, I think I could walk to your house in less than five minutes growing up. It was a double rides up the hill. Double rides up the hill. That was, that was back in the good old days. <laughs> um, but yeah, but more recently, I've seen you dramatically, dramatically change your life. And it's been incredible to watch. It's been incredible to be a part of it. And just seeing all the success and all the good things that are coming your way. It's, it's, it's incredible to see. I love it, man. Thank you, man. I got to like, yeah, I got to thank you a lot for it, right? Because there was a few wake up calls, right? Where you told me to just be quiet and just listen. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to be here today and share that story. Really. It's mm-hmm, going to be mm-hmm. good. Okay. So let's take it back to, to when you made the decision to move to Toronto. Cause I think that's when things really, really took off and started skyrocketing for you. So you were living in London. Um, you, you can kind of, you can kind of break us down where you were. Yeah, for sure. So. Basically, right before the decision to come to Toronto, I mean, it was always in my head, right? I mean, a lot of friends were moving to Toronto. A lot of my friends do live here now. So it was one of those things that I was always driven, right? I wanted to be, you know, bigger, better, always looking to grow. But um, while I was in London, there was a little bit of a wake-up call. So I was at a point where, you know, I just – I had some some panic attacks just kind of in my head. I just wasn't at a good place, right? And I think that was the wake-up call to say, okay, there's something's not right here. Let's Let's try to figure this out. So – it's when I connected with you as well, again, since we've known each other for so long, but that was kind of the wake up call. Mm-hmm. I remember the one day, uh, you came, you came to my place and, and this is when you still lived in London. You were, you were deciding what to do. And I remember like the main thing I kept telling you is like, if you move to Toronto, this is where the opportunities are going to be. There's more competition here, but there's a lot more opportunities. So if you can beat out the competition, you're going to get a much bigger reward. Absolutely, man. It's just like from once, you know, once I got here, you just get pulled into the environment. Like you get pulled into the energy. So, and, and when you're not from here and you hear people say that, you don't really get it until you get your feet on the floor here and you start working, you start meeting people. And, and that's just kind of when it took off. Like mm-hmm. that. Was- okay. So make it the decision to move here. Was that, was it easy decision, hard decision? No, it was tough. I just said the year I was getting married. Yeah. It was like three or four months before I was getting married. But, you know, like I started diving deep into just kind of getting real clear on where I wanted to go, right? I was always doing some, you know, personal development work. So as I was doing that, caught the eye of this quick company. And the opportunity came for me to come, you know, June of 2017. And it was four months before the wedding. So it was decision time, right? It was like either you take the leap of faith and just figure it out. Or you kick back, just like the same thing that I've been doing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Coming to a great opportunity and not really making a decision. It's going to happen later. Pushing it off. Let's do it next year. There were so many reasons why I couldn't have taken it and stayed in London. But 
Um, luckily, Nadia, great wife, you know, great fiance. Shout out to Nadia. Yeah, Nadia, if she's watching. And Nas 300. She basically <laughs> told me, like, she's going to stand behind me, whatever I do. It was a great opportunity, and she just pushed me off the ledge, man, and that's kind of just where it went off. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, so... Let's jump into let's jump into the fitness side of things. So you moved <laughs> to Toronto, you're living in Toronto, and I remember you just you were always of the of the mindset of I'm gonna run. If I wanna if I wanna trim down, if I wanna lose some weight, I'm gonna run, and that's the that's the key to to the success of of getting me to where I want to be. And um, me and you, we never really like worked together, but. I don't know how it started, but there was, we had one conversation where I'm like, all right, man, if you want to get in the shape you want to get in, you got to start doing some, you got to start doing some resistance training. You got to start pushing yourself. And you were really against it, but we started with a very, a very slow, like we worked you into it. Yeah. And I think it started off, you know, a lot of people are watching this. You'll probably see Bwanka's workouts. It's not the easiest thing to jump into. So <laughs> there was a lot of fear. So it's not as easy as him saying, I've been telling you to come work out with me. When you see the stuff that he does, you're kind of just like, I'd rather just keep running, man. I, I'm happy with running outside. So, uh, but then it was just, let's, let's try it out. You know, mm-hmm. you, you gave me a very simple plan to follow from the very beginning come out one day a week and then that kind of just has gotten to me to where I am today where it's yeah. like four or five days a week right yeah so even we've, we've <clears throat> talked about this before but I want to touch on it again just because it's the slow and steady approach right absolutely so with you we started out with all right let's just run it was like 10 minutes or you'd run to my place and we'd go for a 10 minute run and then you'd run home yeah and we just started with just one of those or like two of those then we moved to three of those four of those then okay run with me four days and one of the days come work out and then it became two of the days come work out. Mm-hmm. Now you don't even go on runs by yourself. You just come and, and you, and you, you run with me and we go work out. And today, <laughs> this is funny because today I, you probably were like downstairs at my house and I didn't, I didn't make it out today. I you can't were sleeping. Lie. I can't lie. I didn't make it out today. The best part is I did not even put it on video. I should have put it on video yeah, that you were should've, sleeping. should have put it on video. But yeah, you deserve to rest, man. I take a lot of rest <laughs> days. So you're good. You're good. Yeah. So yeah, you've, you've, and after this whole, this whole journey, I think it's been like about a year now. What would you say, um, you've learned from this journey or, or how do you think it's helped you? Absolutely. I think there's something that's very unique and very special around small wins. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing that you pushed into my mind. Um, not only just from the body and the fitness perspective, but even taking that into other areas of my life was, just get the one day a week. And then what happens is you start to feel the progress. There's this magical thing about progress where it pushes you to go get two a week. Mm-hmm. And then you giving me a systemized plan where then it's three days a week. So I think the biggest thing I took away from that was just whatever area in your life, for us it was fitness to start off with, which I think is a great place to start. It was just get that small win. Mm-hmm. And once you get the one day, you get pushed to do the second, the third, and then it gets to a year and a half or you know, a year later where it's like you know, four is a minimum. Right. So there's something unique about the small chain of habits. And I think that's what you've helped me with over the last year. Um, over a lot of things, but mostly fitness as well. Shout outs to you, man. Thank you, man. You I come, appreciate you, it. You make it out every time. Yo, he's always got a bunch of excuses, but he still makes it out. He still makes it happen. <laughs> it's funny because the, the excuse is like, so what I do now, it's funny. So when I, when my alarm goes off at 444, sometimes I'll even just try to catch the story because you're right. Like the excuses come up, right? Like, mm-hmm. ah, you didn't sleep. You know, you woke up in the middle of the night. So just, just go tomorrow. Yeah. But like now I just will lay there and catch that story because legit that is all it is. And once you recognize 
recognize and detach yourself from that and hear the story, yeah. you're just like, man, I got to get up and go. Like, I'm going to beat that story. Yeah. Um, and then there's something also unique to waking up early in the morning and beating your mind, beating that story. Because mm-hmm. then when you move throughout the day and whether it's business life or personal life, you're going to come across challenges, but you've already started to get that chain of wins in the morning that you're just carrying that momentum. So. So, though, yeah. Okay. So, so you got locked in on the, on the, on the fitness side of things. And, and then you, you started, you started, um, you started growth coaching with us also. Um, and I think that started with the, with the four hour morning. Yes. The four hour morning, the 4.45 a.m. wake up. <laughs> it's not as fun. I said it's great actually. Now it is, but the first week was super exciting, but that has been just critical. Like critical. Like even if I don't do it for two days, mm-hmm. I'll start to feel the slow progress again. So it's the the four hour morning was game changer. And to think that that was just the beginning of where we've now moved through growth coaching, mm-hmm. this, it was crazy. Okay, so you came, you did the four hour morning. I remember the next day you were you were pumped, oh, man. You met me up. like somewhere on the run. You weren't man. even you were supposed to be sleeping in that day. <laughs> you got up, you met me on the run. I'm like, well, what are you doing? You're like, man, I'm too hyped up. Four hour four hour morning, I'm out here. <laughs> There's something about waking up that early. Again, it goes back to those chain of habits that you taught me. Like waking up that early and being able to beat that story and just take those an hour or two hours to focus on yourself on whatever's most important to you before going out into the universe and handling whatever business you have um there's something to that that was just game changer like it just it took me to a next level for me Mm -hmm. okay so when we started what what even made you be like okay the growth coaching this is something um i need or this is something that's going to help me move forward um what what made you want to be like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna start doing growth coaching yeah, well, first of all, I saw what you guys were doing here, right? Like, I saw the momentum that you guys were having every time I came into the office here. Like, you guys have a project that you want to do, and the next day I come in here, you guys are already executing on it. Mm. So, like, in me, in my world of sales, it's like, you know, if you don't, you know, you're not making sales, you don't have a job. So, if I was like, if I could just learn what you guys are doing to execute at such high levels, if I could take that into other areas of my life, whether it's my marriage or whether it's business, it will take me to a, to the next level. And then I'm always doing a lot of personal development. So I, you know, I've been to Tony Robbins events. And when you're at those events and you look at the front row and there's billionaires there who are spending thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars to continue to keep learning, it shows you that you're never going to stop growing. Mm-hmm. So that's when it was like, okay, I need to jump into what these guys are doing and fast forward to where I am. Like it's it's been so impactful, right? It's been perfect. Perfect. Okay. So, um, you, I think you've been doing growth coaching for about like four, four months. Um, what are some of the really key things that you've gotten from it or that you've learned from it that's helped you move forward? Yeah. The first thing is again, going back to those chains of habits. And one thing that you've illustrated to me was like, if you just focus on the one thing and just get that into your habit, and then you add in the second thing by the end of the year, you're going to have 12 new habits that you never had the year before that are getting you closer to your goal. And then when you talk to me a little bit about, you know, the affirmations and the stories and, and the more and more I say that stuff, the more and more of it is just like ingrained in my mind. So if I'm ever out at work and, you know, I don't want to make that extra call or I don't want to do something like my affirmations will come right back up to my head that no, like this is where you want to go. So I think it comes back to down to like the, the most important thing was really just understanding the fundamentals of habit creation. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that was huge. Um, and then outside of that, like the meditating and the, like just that two or three hour morning or four 
four-hour morning that you're spending to really execute on whatever it is that's important to you. So for you and I, we did, you know, I did meditation, uh, you know, affirmations. I have, you know, my commercial to myself, uh, working out. So I take care of that mind, body, soul in the morning before mm-hmm. I move into everything else. Man, it just, it's added so much clarity to my life. Sick. Okay, so... Now you've, you've added all these different habits. What would you say is your favorite habit or your most impactful habit that you're, that you're using daily or that, that's, that's helping you? Yeah, I think 100% meditation. Meditation? Meditation. Why do you, why, what's, what's, what's so good about it that you feel like? You know what? And and Tony Robbins says this, right? You know, like you change your story, you change your life, right? And when you meditate, it allows you to detach yourself from your thoughts and you start to understand that same reoccurring story of I'm not enough or I can't do this or it's this person's fault. When once you detach yourself from your thoughts and then you can create new ones and then you start to see some of that stuff manifest in your life, whether it's happiness or money, whatever that is, you start to understand that a lot of it is on you. And then you really take control of your life. So that's what it's helped me to do. It's helped me to understand my thoughts. Don't believe in all your thoughts. Recreate new ones that are empowering. But then also it's you are in control. Hey, right? hey, so that's, hey, yeah, hey. Meditation. And is- have you have you always been someone who's uh, who's about like who's been into meditation or how did, how did you feel about it before? No, I don't know. You just think it's like a yogi's thing. Like, it's like you just, you think it's something that only happens in India, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, that's where, you know, that's where meditation happens. But it's starting to go mainstream, right? Like you're seeing it everywhere, right? And I yeah. just, now that I've been able to do that and practice it every single day, and it's it's really not about getting really good at meditation. It's just taking that time to yourself to really slow down, get present in the moment, and then it just allows you to start recreating your life. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that I really noticed with you is like, you become like, you become way more consistent, like really consistent. Like, I'm not even gonna lie, so you meet me at my place <laughs> at 5.50. You're downstairs. We, we, in the beginning, remember, you had to always text Absolutely. me every day. <laughs> Absolutely. In the beginning, you had to always text me and he would be like, um, I'm on my way or I'm coming or, cause I didn't believe, I didn't think he'd be downstairs. You know, I'd be doing stuff and I'm like, why do I, I got to rush when this guy's not even going to be here? But you were so consistent that we got to the point where we don't even have to say anything to each other. We just know 5.50 a.m., I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. We're going to make this shit happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's, that's one of the, like, the natural side effects of doing the growth coaching, right? Like, I don't even think about, like, I got to be on time. It's just, it happens naturally now because you know, like, I got to get some most important things done before I get to go work out. So it's like you you make yourself wake up. And, like, your body just starts to naturally wake up at that time. So it becomes easier, right? So I haven't really even focused on that. But that's been, yeah, absolutely, man, a big change. Nice, nice, nice. And so you built lots of different habits. You're using the 21s board, high-performance matrix. What would you say is, like, another really key habit that maybe you didn't think would be that important? Or it's maybe something that's not that big, but it's really helped you a lot. I would have to say the, the commercial to myself, like the, the, that self talk to yourself. Like I was never one who, who knew, I heard it all the time, right? Like, you know, growing up, you would always hear like the biggest competitions between the person, the person in the mirror. So Mm -hmm. like, and when you're young, like you don't even know what that is. You're going out on the weekends. You don't, you don't care about that stuff. Yeah. But until you start to, to get a little older and until you start to have real like losses in your life, whether it's career, money, personal relationships, then you start to really understand like, what am I doing to attract this? Right? Like, what am I doing every day that all this stuff keeps happening? And then when it goes back to what you mentioned about like, you know, when we do the commercial or the affirmations and my goals, like you're just so clear on where you need to go. 
Like you don't like, there's no questions on what I got to do every day. I just know that every single day I have those small tasks because every single morning I wake up and I can see where I'm going. Right. So it's just like, you've added a lot of clarity. Like that's what this whole growth coaching's done is like every single week we're looking at my metrics. Like, are you doing what's necessary to get you to that end goal? Mm-hmm. And then once it's kind of paved out for you, it just makes it a lot easier, right? Like whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, you've grown a lot. You've grown a lot, uh, spiritually. You've grown a lot physically. Um, you're like, you're in, you're in better shape than I've ever seen you before. You're, you're moving fast. You're strong. Sometimes you even push, you're pushing me at the gym. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man, this, this guy's making me work. I'm and not bo- that good. Don't worry. Man. <laughs> but I appreciate it. <laughs> but, but now, uh, one thing we haven't talked about is uh, is career, and I know you're in a really, really good place career-wise right now. Um, I know your goals. I know like so many of your goals are, are coming; they're lining up right yeah. now. You're doing the things that you want to do. Uh, can you touch on that quick? Absolutely, man. So things have gotten a lot clearer for me with work-wise, right? Like, I mean, I used to, you know, you know, the company that I come from. Like, when you're at a small startup, like you don't have all the resources as a billion-dollar company, right? So really, you're thrown in, and you got to figure it out yourself. Right. So I think taking that time daily to get very focused on what do I want to accomplish at work has allowed me to really, it just seems a lot easier. Right. So, I mean, the year has been going really good to a point where I've already hit my, you know, annual quota in six months. Uh, Damn. Um, I'll be on pace to double my sales this month. So this year. So that's, that's all again, like side effects. Like I didn't, I don't think, and it's funny. I don't think it was because I, I really wanted to hit these targets. Like I used to come from that space where it's like, I need to hit these goals. I need to make this money. But when I flipped the script and the stuff that we do in those first four hours of my morning, Mm -hmm. I think that's allowed me to get there a lot faster just because I'm a lot clearer through my day. I know what's going to happen. I now, I know how to come overcome the objections or I know how to overcome the challenges of working within sales. So I think that's been huge and that's led to my success so far right okay 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 um all right well i'm really happy with with everything that's happened to you um so for people who are listening where can they find you absolutely Uh, instagram mike yebio you know sometimes it's deleted from monday to saturday so i can stay focused but i do jump on that on sunday uh you know twitter mike yebio linkedin any professionals mike yebio um but yeah reach out to me i would love to share my experience deeper and man you gotta jump on like if you're watching this you gotta jump on Uh, one more thing that i want to i want to touch on that you're really 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 good at is that you know how to control your time when you're in that when you're in that work state because there's a lot of times when I call you and I can't get a hold of you and I'm like, now I just, I didn't even know. Like I told these guys today, I'm like, yo, I'm calling him. He's not going to pick up. I'm like, yo, he's really good with this time. And like there's certain times. So I would just send you a text and I know you'll get back to me when it's, when like, when, when it's a good time for you. Absolutely. So can you kind of talk about like, what are some of the rules that you use so that you can control your time? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, like I don't power my phone on. So like for those first, I mean, we go work out, but even when I come back from my workout, my phone is always on airplane mode. So no matter what emails coming in or text messages coming in, I don't really look at that stuff. I really take that time to focus on myself. If I'm not able to give myself those two hours in a day, how am I then going to be able to better serve others? Mm-hmm. So if that is one of your goals, you need to be able to come from a position of power, right? To know that you're in control of your morning. Mm-hmm. In the evenings, I powered down my phone at eight o'clock. I was just having a conversation with a friend yesterday. He didn't get it. He's like, what goes through your brain when you turn off your phone at 7.59 p.m.? And I'm like, well, most of the times, you know, Nadia, she works 12-hour shifts. So when she comes home at eight o'clock, 
I want to give that undivided attention to her, right? Like I want to spend that time because again, chain of habits, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I want to make sure that I'm doing that. So I, you know, after 8 p.m., power down my phone. It lets me, you know, get away from the screen, spend time with her, read books, watch a show, whatever that is. But I do have those certain, you know, structures. What about what about when you're working? Do you have a time when you're working that you you power down your phone or? Yeah, so it's tough. You know, during work, it's tough. I mean, a lot of our calls are virtual, so I do majority of that stuff. So I don't really need my phone on a lot. So what I do is, you know, my the get shit done list. So mm-hmm. the three or five things that you got to do daily, sometimes that has a lot of work stuff on it. So my phone will be powered off if I don't have meetings in the morning just to get those critical tasks done. So once I get those critical tasks done, I could turn my phone on and whatever happens, right? Because majority of my business is done through a laptop. Mm-hmm. So I don't really need my phone on. So, I, you know, and I can understand people, some people will be mad like, why is your phone off? I can't get a hold of you. But you're you're just you're controlling your time Absolutely. you're doing like what's what's best for you what's best for your family and um i think i think that's really good because you're you're the most important person right if you're if you're trying to work on something and you have text messages coming in and you keep going back and forth with your text messages you're just going to be getting distracted the whole time and you're not going to be able to get done what it is that you need to get done. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's something even like, so like my social stuff, like Instagram, Twitter, like sometimes I might be on it, but usually from Monday to Saturday, it's turned off or Monday to Friday, at least it's turned off. If I'm on vacation, I'm sharing photos or whatever that is, but Monday to Friday, and this is just me because like I, if I'm always on my phone, right? So if I see notification, I'll be on my friend's cousin's brother's page somehow on Instagram and I mm-hmm. don't even know where that time went. Mm-hmm. So now I legit, I turn that stuff off from Monday to Friday just so I could focus, right? And I, I need to do that. Like those are the tools that I need to do because I'm self-aware on uh, easy for me to get distracted. Okay, perfect, perfect. So last question. What would you say or what what's the last thing that you want to you want to leave uh what's the message that you want to leave people with? Absolutely. Like I think the biggest thing I would want to tell anybody who's watching is that you are in control of your life. So if it's more money or if it's a relationship or if it's ha- more happiness, like there is a way that you could do that. And I think just by getting very structured and understanding that you are in control of that. Like I'm a firm believer in law of attraction. Like we get what we think about. So if you could change your thoughts and that's what your your coaching has really gotten me to take to the next level, um, your life will change. So it's in your control. You could change from wherever you are right now um, and just have fun. Don't take it so seriously. Hey, hey, hey. All right, man. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Um, Okay. So guys. If you're listening to this, if you're enjoying these episodes, you know what we need you to do. Subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend about it, each one, teach one. And if you're someone who's who's very determined, you're moving forward, but you just want to move forward at a quicker pace, you need help creating goals, you need help getting to wherever it is that you want to go. We offer growth coaching. We're here to help you. You heard it firsthand from, from <laughs> Mikey, whose life has dramatically changed. Um, make sure to contact us, continualgrowth.ca. Slide in the DMs, at Continual Growth. And the last thing, um, we do have our growth talks coming up. When this episode comes out, we're only going to have a week left. Hopefully, we're not sold out by then. Um, and if we're not, make sure to get your tickets be there. We're going to be teaching a lot about how you can just live your best life, create happiness through growth. It's going to be hella fun. It's really fun. Okay. And until next week, kill every day and own your fucking life.